Hey everyone, happy holidays from the DFWTO podcast and our sponsor, Diet Smoke. Diet Smoke has the premier THC products that will set you up this festive season. Whether it's gummies, shots, and vapes, Diet Smoke has the best selection to deliver the best balance. So do your silent night, deadly night the right way and go to dietsmoke.com and use code DFWTO for 50% off any item. Diet Smoke, your partner in finding the perfect THC products. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey guys, it's Casper. And Becky. From the DFWTO podcast, and it's that time of year again. Garbage day? No, it's time for the holidays, and whether you're ready for turkey day or Santa, don't let this year be a killer. Being alone or even with family can both be stressful around this time, so let BetterHelp be that oh holy light to guide you. BetterHelp will connect you with a licensed therapist that you can switch at any time if you are unsatisfied. The choice is yours. Don't let the holidays be a horror. Go to BetterHelp.com slash DFWTO and save 10% off your first month. Sign up now at BetterHelp.com slash DFWTO. Happy, Happy holidays from, from Don't Fuck With The original. original. Now let's get into the episode. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I am your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. And you guys, we are back with a movie review episode tonight. We're going to be talking about Eli Roth's new movie that just came out called Thanksgiving. And there will be no leftovers. <clears throat> there will be no leftovers. We it's actually the tagline for me. It's amazing. And what's... <laughs> Guys, if you have not seen it or not seen it in a thousand years like us, pull up on YouTube the original trailer that Eli Roth did for the Grindhouse films for Planet Terror and uh, Death Proof. That was 2007. 16 years ago, bro. When he released that. And it's crazy after seeing the movie, watching that trailer, how true he stayed to the original concept. I mean, like, even down to the parade. And we'll we'll get into it and you'll know what I mean if you if you've seen the movie already. But um, you know, I told Casper that in in my humble opinion, and just from what I've seen so far, now I'm not talking about any of the streaming ones, I'm not talking about any of the independent ones. I know that there were a lot of other really great streaming in indie Hulu horror films i think there was a couple on hulu actually that were that were really good that everybody loved but like for me the i i'm i'm talking more like theatrical release like you know we we saw saw x which was definitely made for the fans the nun 2 we had to get that continuation and you know fans of the conjuring series but as far as theatrical release in my in my humble opinion this is just my opinion i think thanksgiving was the best horror film of 2023 it's, I think, in my opinion, it's one of the best, yeah. for sure. Like, it... I went in with no expectations a, at all. I, I had it, none It exceeded whatever expectation I had. It was such... It was an amazing dark comedy. It took on a take with young people and social media that I think was kind of like a, a social message that needed to get out there that I thought was just brilliant. Um... And it was really, it was funny. 
It was very which I was funny. not. I just was not expecting it to be as funny as it was. And uh, some of the most amazing original kills that I've seen that I think that that's what I really appreciated the most about also, it, is that there were amazing. kills that were done that I had never, because if you're a horror fan and especially a slasher horror mm-hmm. fan, that's the thing that always keeps you, that keeps you coming back is how are these, how are they going to execute these kills and how original are these kills going to be? Because if you're, if you're like us, especially me being the elder millennial here, uh, being such a fan of old school slashers, you know, pretty much everything's been, I mean, you know, you go, I mean, I'm, you go I'm, Halloween, Friday the 13th. I'm a young millennial Street. and I still, I I have a love for the old school slashers uh, more than scream, the new shit. Fuck, like Texas Chainsaw, like you take, uh, you take these old, you take the old school slashers and you go back to these kills and you're like, just about everything's been done. But like, mm-hmm. Especially Jason, because let's be real, as much as a fan that we aren't of Jason, a lot of his kills are different. Like, the same, but different, if you know what I mean. And I will say, I can stomach a lot of those sequels far better than I can the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 100%. 100%. That's... What the fuck? You guys know, we've talked about it. We've done a whole episode of it. I, I absolutely will forever, forever ever love the original Texas Chainsaw Oh Mexico yes. Forever. Uh-huh. That movie That's a great film. was so dirty and gritty yep. and grimy and creepy Way ahead of its time. and weird and disgusting and terrifying and you could totally believe that if you got lost on a back ass country road in Texas that you would want thousand percent run into a fucking inbred family like that i mean still now so even now even to this day absolutely like right now um, like don't go in the backwoods of texas right now hell no (laughs) um it's terrifying that movie that movie will forever live in infamy as being one of the creepiest and most terrifying yeah texas texas chainsaw massacre just had everything it had everything uh you know r.i.p tobe hooper but like this the sequels i listen and people people can argue with me the matthew mcconaughey one you can all you know and i love bill mosley and all that i get it i get it i get it fine those they're they're garbage okay they all are the fucking remakes in the 2000s were air up leatherface was hardly and i love arlie ermy listen Mm -hmm. That one, the, the Jessica Biel one or whatever. That one I would mean, have to be probably the best sequel, but it's still trash. I mean, listen, Jessica Biel's titties. But, um... Exactly. We get... It, so that's why it's I mean, we the love, best one. We love titties over here at the DFWTO podcast. Ooh. And <laughs> Jennifer... Jessica Biel, specifically in that movie. Okay. All right. Like, Why do you think saying. I said it was the best sequel? <laughs> Same. Over here. Right. Even though it's still um, garbage. It's it was good. Arlie Ermy was amazing in it, but all of them after oh my god, the one where she was like related to the family and like came back with her boyfriend and like the sheriff's son. What the fuck? That one was so oh I feel my like god. That and then Leatherface, a bunch was of ba- people got his together origin. and they all wrote a plot, and then they they just put all of them together. Like it, it, it just it. No, 
No. The only good thing about Leatherface was uh, Lily, uh, was she the mom? Yes. That was in the Conjuring? Yes. I... I, I do really like her. that actress. I really love her. Lily Taylor. I yeah, love I really her. like her. Um, and she was really good at it. But yeah. Otherwise, they, I mean, oh my God. They just they just got they yeah. I yeah. I think it was oh, I yeah, it was Tex it was uh Texas Chainsaw 3D. Like I don't even know why, first of all. I don't even know why I watched it. Can we just say, I didn't see it in theaters. I watched it, like, on TV. Like, I made a conscious choice to to, to select that film. You should pay for it. And turn it on. Right, okay. Well that, yes, okay, so that is one smart decision. <laughs> but I sat there and watched that entire, I watched through the entire movie, and that movie is so... So, here's my thing at this point. I, that's all I got. If it's 3D, it's so or in space, it's jump the shark and it's going to be terrible. Just don't. Yeah. Unless it's like My Bloody Valentine 3D or Sharknado 3D. If it's already made and then they turn it into 3D, cool. If it comes out immediately into 3D, absolutely not. Because I don't care what anybody says, Sharknado is a great movie. It is the worst, best movie ever. <laughs> but if you go into it knowing that it's supposed to be like that, right. it's gonna be like that, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But if you, yeah. But if no, it's in 3D or, or they're in space, don't just, just, oh, wow. Like if the franchise, like. They're like, we have nothing else to do, so we're gonna send them to space. Um, <sighs> maybe that's what they're gonna do for Scream now. <laughs> Please just don't make a Scream 7. Um, but no, I do. We already got a 3D one. They already do a 3D one or have they not done a They 3D haven't done a 3D already? Scream. So that's what we're going to get. So they'll either go to space or it'll be in 3D. I don't think Or in up. 3D in, in space. space. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I genuinely. We're going to create a monster. <laughs> I genuinely walked into this movie with actually like kind of high expectations, but only because of what I had been hearing. Yes. But Same. I still was like, I'm going to keep an open mind. And I easily in my top five. Because of the Eli year, Roth, was... and I have talked about this. I have had a love and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to be very nice because hopefully fingers crossed, I'm going to be meeting him in a few months. Um, and it'll be the, the second person that I've touched that's touched Quentin Tarantino and Brad Pitt. Just saying. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, if that's the closest I'm going to get, then I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's okay. I've it's gotten okay. very fine. close to it's... Jennifer Lawrence, but See, no that's what I'm saying. So it, it's but okay. if you can get close, if I could just, like, you touched them. I'm touching you, ergo. Exactly. I've touched them. Girl math. Girl math. I literally shook the hand of the woman who, gen who did Jennifer Lawrence's makeup almost every day on set for Hunger Games. Yeah. Thus, I touched Jennifer Lawrence's face. I met the woman that was uh, Uma Thurman's stunt double in Kill Bill, Zoe Bell. So and you've met Uma in, Thurman. So I met Uma Thurman and Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> That's amazing. I've met. That's Jennifer awesome. I'm like up there. You really are. I'm up there. Look at you, bitch. Yes. 
I've met Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Look at that shit. Exactly. Bitch. That's what I'm saying. We're over here winning. Anyway. This is seven <laughs> degrees of Kevin Bacon. It really how is. I, and I love it. I love it. Listen, and <laughs> all of us out there, if this has happened to you, if you've had this, just know you, that the girl math is mathing. You've already met them. So just know that. Well, the guy from Mockingjay who was mute, I've met him because he was in um, Idle Hands and... Um, oh, uh, uh... What is his name? The, uh, the, that I can never pronounce. Uh-huh. Um, that my old ass remembers from the Mighty Ducks. Exactly. Because I was, I was that mm -hmm. old. Uh, oh, I love the girl i love the money ducks dude um but no i my met crush him. on Emilio and it, was, it was funny because my friends that i was with they were telling him that i had like you know jennifer was like my favorite celebrity in the world and i had like the biggest crush on her and whatever and he was like really cool about it he's like yeah i literally was just texting her earlier today like we hang out like actually a lot like he's like me and the me and the cast and i was like so you've met her so i've met jennifer which actually I've met the whole cast. So I've met Jennifer, I've met Josh, I've met um Liam Hemsworth, I've met um Elizabeth Banks and um Stanley Tucci. <gasps> Philip Seymour Hoffman, R.I.P. Yeah, because he was in Mocking Jay Part One. Yes. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, he was so amazing. Oh, well, he was amazing in everything. And Woody Harrelson. I've met a really uh, good, a, yeah. bitch. <laughs> Okay, the Woody Harrelson one. Now I'm jealous. Like, Josh Hutchison, I was already like, eh. And then you were like, Woody I'm Harrelson? I'm like, I actually talked to Josh Hutchison, though. <laughs> like, but he wouldn't remember me. That was umpteen years ago. He's my little shorty king. He was cute. He was so nice. He was so, and that's why I tell people, I'm like, he was so fucking nice to me. He didn't know me for shit. But my ex, in case I haven't, I don't think I've ever told this story. Um, My ex-boyfriend played basketball with him because he's from if you guys don't know this he's from union kentucky um and my ex my first boyfriend i know you're all going boyfriend yes i did have a boyfriend my first boyfriend played basketball most with him. gays have had their straight experience before right it's a shame they fully That's embrace fine. who they truly are but he uh was friends with josh because he uh played basketball with him and um he still had his number and he called him and I didn't get to talk with him very long because I'm pretty sure he was filming or about to start filming something or something. Um, I honestly think it was Journey to the Center of the Earth he was about to start working on. But it was cool. And he was very I nice. Can't. I think I talked to him for like five or ten minutes. But he was really cool. And he just very down to earth. Very cool guy. I just can't handle how much like, I went from like Bridge to Terabithia. And now I look at him and I'm like, see, this is how I feel about child stars because I feel I don't gross being attracted to them. Ma'am, and I got some years on you. How do you think I, I'm like, I'm hitting MILF age. Okay. So any of them under 30, I'm like, I, I'm going to jail. When they're under, I'm going to jail. You know, when they're under 25, I don't like that. Oh, it's. And I'm 30, so I'm, I... Oh, yeah. If they're under 25, I'm like... Ugh. It's like, the chick... Listen. I'm like, I'm not Mary Kay Letourneau, okay? Like, I can't fucking... Y'all, no, we're not doing this. from it, Sophie... Sophia... So, what's Why her the name? fuck is she a ginger, too? God, God yeah. damn if it. If you're a redhead, I'm done. But 
I looked up her age and went, nope. Stop. Listen, you did. I went, oh, I could full on be her mother. I was like, we're going to, I could, we're shutting this shit down. I, I'm, I'm right, right now, right now, right now, Chris Hansen ain't coming in this house. <laughs> Bitch, the fuck? I ain't the one. I will not be and on then, that new. I will not then, be on that new season. Okay, and it's like, we're not like Jessica Chastain is going to play her as an adult, and I'm like, would you fucking stop, please? I knew they were going to pick a hot redhead, but you picked the hot redhead. The... <laughs> anyway, you picked literally the. Don't uh, get me wrong, Bryce Dallas Howard's pretty. I think she's pretty. Don't get me wrong, but Jessica she's Chastain. She's pretty, but Jessica, Jessica Chastain, Chastain is, is like hot. Jessica Chastain is like classy. Like it's, and I'm not saying Bryce. Like you have nowhere like, to sit. My face. It's right here. Right it's here. Available. I cleaned it for you. <laughs> it's fine. Like Jessica Chastain. Bryce to me, Dallas Howard. I would have coffee and a and a muffin with. Agree. Agree. Yeah. See, to me, Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain. Dirty, that dirty, like, dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's her being a redhead, man. I'm telling you. But I put her in the category of like Kate Blanchett. Ugh. she can play older roles. Mommy, because her face fits those roles. Mommy, mommy, mother. Kate mommy, Blanchett mommy. could literally have her way with me. Mommy, I don't care what she does. <laughs> mommy, to me. what? Mommy. Like, she could. Mother, what? <laughs> You know what's really funny? Oh, I, I would. To that woman? Oh, my God. Let me, On my hands and knees, mother, whatever you want. The funniest thing in the world to me right now, and I'm going to bring this up really quick, and then we'll obviously get into the movie. It's the mother thing. The people calling Taylor Swift mother. What? <laughs> and they're my age, which is like two years younger, three years younger than Taylor. They said mother... It's the mother. I can't. They're like, mother looks so... And I'm like, is this love has one reincarnated, but Taylor is mother God? Is that what's happening? I... Oh, she's 33. Okay. Yeah, wow. she's 34. Wait, I thought she's, she was She's about to be 34. younger than me. She'll be 34 actually okay. in a few days. Okay. What is the date today? The ninth. Okay. She'll so she's more, like, she's more like younger sister age. Okay. In one week, she will she was... be 34. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's so funny how people call her mother. Yeah, but still, she's not, that's not even close. No. Like, what? I'm like, Vera Farmiga is mother. Yes. Kate Blanchett is mother. Taylor Swift is sister. Yeah. Like, she's younger than my sister, so she's sister. But anyway, I just think it's funny when people are like, mother did this I and mother didn't did that. Know and I'm that like, I think was that's a hilarious. Thing. I'm, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't, do, don't do that. So just, if just don't do that. If you're anymore. Gen Z or so, Gen Alpha, well, yeah. go ahead. You are allowed. You you have the age gap. You're you allowed are, to do that. That's, that's your mother. Um, but I can't. Mm -mm. Not to mention, I think she's pretty, but I'm not like. It's I would have a coffee and a muffin. <laughs> I would have coffee and a muffin with her, instead of like Kate Blanchett being like, oh, there's no chairs. Oh, there's one. Now there isn't. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> anyway, very much so. Moving on. So uh, Thanksgiving, um, it's very, first of all, it's very nice to see that we're getting more horror movies centered around 
um, certain holidays that aren't Halloween I or Christmas. love it. I'm very much enjoying that. I would like an Easter one. Hello, Easter. So excited. Also, because this is only like, this is, well, decent Thanksgiving movies. Not, to, don't go down that rabbit hole on Tubi. Um, Are you talking about the Thanksgiving? Yeah. Ooh, um, that's terrible. <laughs> the only two, the the Pilgrim one I that still I told you about that. that is incredible. <laughs> and there's, an, there's another really good one, too. But there's they're few and far between when they're around, and we need like I love this balance now of like we got our Halloween movies, we got our Thanksgiving horror, and then we got our Christmas horror. So we're like, bam, bam, bam. We're all set up three months in a row, all through the holidays. Like, I love it, and I'm happy to add this one on the list because the other thing too is this one is more of a horror comedy, which. Uh, it's very camp really, it is campy I didn't really expect that from the trailer but was really happy to to see it because it was perfect it the comedy so well. was very very well integrated into it to where it was just like not overdone everything in this movie was perfectly not overdone the gore wasn't overdone no. the comedy wasn't overdone the camp was just campy enough it was that just it right just right um, so basically the concept of the film is that it takes place in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And, um, it was in 2022 and this, uh, grocery store or appliance store. I think whatever, it was basically a Walmart. Yeah. Cause they were called right Mart. They called right. I think that's what they do. Like, I think to that's get a, Walmart. I mean, that's like, we've seen S Mart. Like, I feel like we've seen this. That was Kmart. Yeah, like they, it's any anything that they can add Mart to at the end, but not as to not, you know, copyright they can't infringe write. upon Kmart or Walmart. So, Right Mart is the local store in Plymouth, Massachusetts that the owner decides who's basically like the richest guy in town, friends with the mayor, yada, yada, yada. Um, they decide to open Thanksgiving night which is crazy because this is like the first time they've ever done that. And especially with it being in Plymouth, Massachusetts. I mean, that's like the, that's like the start of the, of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving you know, the pilgrims. Shit. So, um, there's like a full on riot going on outside where people are freaking the fuck out. They're like, basically what Black Friday used to be. Used to be. And I worked in retail back in the day. And I remember, I, I even one time had it happen to me where I was waiting in line and a little old lady, I had a jacket underneath my arm and she literally came and grabbed the jacket from, from underneath my arm and just took off in the crowd wow. somewhere. Because I worked retail, so if I had to buy Christmas gifts, uh, thank God I have to go through that shit anymore. If I had to buy Christmas gifts, I literally had to do it like days before Christmas. Like mm -hmm. when from like Black Friday till the week of, it was insane in the mall. And I was, if people remember Stephen Barry's around here, and I'm literally, it was a jacket I was going to get my dad. And I'm literally standing in line and this lady just came and grabbed it. I mean, the store was nuts. I, I worked at a store where we literally ran out of bags on Black Friday we ran out of bags. We went through our entire, like, it was crazy. It's, it's, I'm glad that doesn't happen. I mean, like, I know for retailers there, it's not the greatest. 
they'll be fine. They'll survive. They're billion dollar companies. But um, yeah, shut the fuck up, CEO. Of Walmart. They'll they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, CEO of Walmart, you'll be fine. Um, you know, I, I'm sort of thankful that like online shopping is a thing for that because like, what retail workers have had? It sucks. I hated Christmas for years. I hated the holidays for years. Understood. It just started happening within the last few years. And I think more so because I work from home and I'm at home and I don't have to be out and all that mess that I actually like, I love that. I, I, I just like literally was telling my husband the other day that I feel like that, that childhood Christmas spirit that I had when I was a kid that I'm like starting to get that back as an adult. Like I'm working on it. They didn't completely suck me dry, but like, retail will retail will kill you yeah it will kill your spirit especially back in the day when you had to deal with people acting like that like it's nuts it it, it, it's like on a whole nother level for if companies really cared they would mark down those prices anyway there's no reason that they have to do that around the holidays except to commercialize the fuck out of this time of year and make people act like they've lost their minds so just, you know, just a little, just throwing it out there. Just saying. Anyway, um, so everybody's going crazy. And the owner's daughter is, um, the owner's daughter's name's Jessica. Her boyfriend, Bobby, who's like the star uh, baseball pitcher. Um, and then their friends, Evan, Gabby, and Scuba, and Yulia, manage to sneak in through a side door and they get into the store while the crowd is just like consuming outside. And uh, the sheriff of the town, who is Patrick Dempsey's character, is tied to the manager of this right mart because he's friends with him and his wife. Well, you, you find out we're not going to get in that part yet, but he's friends with the manager and his wife. And, uh, which I was so happy to see her. Like, we love this because mm-hmm. she sort of has become now a part of like the Chucky family yep. because of her, you know, her role with Jennifer Tilly and Bound, Gina Gershon. Like, I was so happy to see her in this because I fucking love Gina Gershon. At it. first glance, I thought it was Courtney Cox. And then I, they, it was a different camera angle. And I was like, oh shit, that's Gina. If I hear her voice, I always <laughs> know too. But I was like, I was so happy to see Gina, Gina Gershon. I, I fucking love her. So as the crowd gets crazy outside, the, um, the kids inside, especially Evan's character, he's like this football jock. He starts taunting them because it's the it's an opposing school's team that's out there too that he got into. So it's just like this whole thing. So the crowd is really getting crazy because they're like, why the fuck are they in there? Why can't we be in there? So a full-on stampede happens. And when the they lock secure so they literally had two security guards the one security guard runs inside to lock the doors but then as they break through the barriers the other security guard and i would just like to say i would just like to preface anybody out there that's a stand-up comedy fan the other security guard was played by tim dillon which is one of my personal personally one of my favorite comedians and he had talked about if you listen to his podcast he had talked about after this the um actors and the writer strike of course because nobody could talk about any projects they were in but he did talk about it on his podcast and i just thought it was brilliant that he was in this and i was just i was so excited when i saw him it was he had a he, had, he actually had a much bigger role than what i thought i didn't think we were gonna yeah. see him as often as we did and it was 
It was just perfect. It was really great. So he runs off. The other guy locks the door. They break through the barriers. The guy can't get the door unlocked and the glass cracks and people, the door literally falls on. And that's when it's just hell out, hell on earth. A guy literally like cuts his jugular vein on a piece of broken glass. The guy that's underneath the door is basically being trampled to death. Um, And then the manager's wife, who was Gina Gershon's character, she basically just came to bring him like some leftovers because it's Thanksgiving and he had to leave. And she ends up getting caught in the melee because she's down on her, the ground. Her, her death, death is was actually wild. pretty. It was, it's fun. It's funny, but it's not funny. But if you're right. dark humor, it was funny. Her hair gets caught. She's on the ground and these two shopping carts collide. These two people trying to get past each other. And her hair gets caught in the wheel of one of the shopping carts. And she literally gets scalped, basically. And Well, her head um, got smashed in between. Yeah, it got smashed too. in between both of the and carts. Then and then her hair got gets, caught. And, and then, then the cart rolls away and she gets scalped. So the manager, it's like... Um, and then the whole time, Evan, the football jock, is filming the whole thing. He says he didn't upload the video. Somebody else did. Who knows? But later that comes into play. Um, and uh, the sheriff, Patrick Dempsey's character, shoots his gun off. And that's what basically makes everything stop at that point. Um, so they cut to a year later. And now the Gabby, Jessica, um, Evan, Scuba, and Yulia. And now her boyfriend, Bobby... His arm was broken Mm -hmm. during all of this. And he was the one that was the pitcher. So he kind of just left town. Nobody knows. He had an injury that pretty much cost him his career. His baseball career. So he actually ends up working for his dad's tow company. But he basically like left town and just ghosted everybody. Um, They, the following year, this video is going viral everywhere of what happened. And they're calling for Rightmart to shut down because they're thinking about opening again and like no regard to what happened. And the owner, Jessica's dad, is on like damage control and donating to all these different causes and like trying to cover up what happened. But in the meantime, this Instagram page, this social media page gets created that's uh, John Carver. And John Carver, and they kind of go over this a little bit in Plymouth history. He's basically like the person that's credited with the creation of the Plymouth colony. He was the first governor of the Plymouth colony, supposedly the first pilgrim that stepped off the Mayflower. So um, they were passed, they're passing around these masks as a celebration for Thanksgiving in Plymouth. And that's what the killer is wearing. He's like basically dressed up like John Carver. He's got the pilgrim hat and the whole thing. Um, And, he's like taunting these these kids on social media and like sending them messages and all this stuff and then he starts killing people from the video there was a waitress at the local diner of all things her name is lizzie which we both talked about how they had the perfect opportunity with it being in massachusetts to make so to make a lizzie borden reference because the guy's carrying around a hatchet killing people my thing too was i was like you made it a point to show her name tag Mm -hmm. like you really you really could have done a pun with that and because i was like i thought he was gonna go ham on well and the the sheriff even called her lizzie Mm -hmm. like when he walked in he 
you know, Patrick Dempsey's character, he said Lizzie. So they had the opportunity, didn't go with it. Her death was a lot wilder than just an axe. Her death was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was great. I thought the death was great. I thought um, her death was fantastic. I just wasn't expecting that. So she gets killed. Um, and by the way, how she dies, um, he goes after her with a car. And the top part of her body goes into a dumpster because he hits her so hard that her body splits. Yeah, he slammed her. She tried to jump into the dumpster before he hit her, but he hit her just hard enough that her torso severed. (laughs) And the top half ended up in the dumpster. The bottom half, he took and put it on the right marked sign and said everything's half off. And I was like, what the fuck? So it's just more he's doing to taunt them. He's sending them messages. He's posting this on a social media page. Which is kind of wild, because then again, it shows you like, huh, you can post all that on social media. Nobody wants to watch it. Anyway, um, so... But you can't have nipples. <clears throat> can't have nipples. If you show nipples. You can show people literally being disemboweled, but if you show... Nipples. A woman's nipple. Woman's. You can show a cat nipple, but don't you... And it better not be a female cat, but you literally so stupid um so yeah they're killing people off in the video one of the next people tim dylan's character who played one of the security that a fucking turkey cutter too was one of those electric knife cutters which was do you know how much i loved those things my grandma had one i don't know what happened to it but i've never been able to carve a turkey in my life and that was that was it it was the turkey carver the electric turkey carver yeah we didn't have one of those i loved it I never saw one. It was just old. We, if we ever did the big Thanksgiving to do, was at my grandparents, and they just had the regular. I never saw one of those. I, I only ever saw them on TV, and I thought they were cool. I don't have a clue where my grandma got it from, and I don't even know what happened to it. I'm sure my sister probably has it now, but. But yeah, so he probably Sears, probably. Sears or Montgomery Ward. Or QVC. It was around here. It was Sears or... But back in the day, it was Sears or Montgomery Ward. If it was in Cincinnati. If it was around here. That's that's where everything came from. That's where appliances Or QVC. QVC has been around for a long fucking time. Right. The Home Shopping Network. When it was just the fucking yeah. Home Shopping Network. HSN. God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he has... He's caught wind of like kind of what's happening. So he's like, I gotta get out of town. His friend calls him and he's like, hey, are you ready? And he's like, yeah. And then he goes to grab his passport. His passport's gone. He's like, where's my passport? The cat. The cat. He grabs this baseball bat and he's like, he's talking to the cat. And he's like, is he over there? And the cat looks and he's like, he's over there, isn't he? And then he's he's not. He sneaks <laughs> underneath him and stabs him in the leg. And then after he kills him, the Severs cat. his head, by the, the way. The cat, yeah. The cat is like, meow, and purring. And he gives the cat some food and pets the cat. The killer does and leaves. Which I'm also thinking in my head, if you would have just left him there long enough, he probably would have eaten the dead body. He would have. Just saying. But I think that's so funny that that made me. Like I mean, it was killer. I was rooting to be oh, straight immediately. Up. Well, because the first of all, the kids are extreme. These kids oh, are besides Jessica. Be Jessica's fine. Extremely obnoxious. Yeah. In in this, they're just honestly Bobby's obnoxious. fine too. Bobby's okay. Um, but like he when he did that with the cat, I was like, oh, well, I'm siding with the killer. Oh, also after after Bobby ghosts everybody. 
she starts dating um, this sort of nerdy guy, Ryan, afterwards. And, but then all of a sudden, like, as people are dying around them, she doesn't really know who to trust. Because Bobby ghosted everybody and all of a sudden comes in the picture and Ryan's sort of new. So they don't, she she's very confused. She's like, I don't know what's going on. Like, this is just this. Yeah, Bobby this comes crazy. back after a year of just literally not talking to a single person. And him and Ryan are always at each other's throats. They can't stand each other. And I mean, right, and even Jessica makes a point of saying, like, my friends just died. Y'all are still fighting over me. Like, I'm done with both. Right. Of you. She's like, like you know what? what? Fuck you both. Fucking dumb macho shit. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a part of this, which good for her. Again, we like Jessica. We like Jessica. We do like we her. We stand Jessica. Jessica was cool. So more of her friends start, um, like, more people start dying off. And then. Her friends, uh, Evan and Gabby, are abducted but still alive. And uh, that's when a live feed is kind of going through. Um, and then the cops are, like, really more protective of everything that's going on. Um, Scuba's girlfriend, Yulia, so she's um, Russian. Her dad just shows up out of nowhere and is like, we're going to Florida. We are going to Florida. And just like grabs her and is like, we're out. And it was and funny uh, because Scuba was like, where are you going? And she said, Florida, apparently. Like, I fuck all if I know. Um, her death, like hers was crazy. Her kill, the, the corn cob. Ooh, Hold that hurt my, uh, that I, makes my ears pop. It was, <laughs> I was not expecting that. I didn't like that. At either. I was not expecting. Oh, and before that, that the kid getting his fucking neck broken, like his, cause his girl and his, the trampoline kill. That was amazing. That was one of my favorites. So they were on there. They, those two were a part of the opposing high school that sort mm -hmm. of like started the, the, the riot. Um, Amy and Lonnie, like Lonnie, that was. That was so, like, that is such a fucking, like, the way they kept saying that. And the guy, he, he had the biggest accent. Yeah, he did. Like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, they get, he's like training with the football team. His girlfriend's the cheerleader. She's like luring him back. Like, I got a surprise for you. She's going to do like the strip tease on the trampoline. And while she's back turned on the trampoline, the killer comes and basically like twists his neck all the way around and is hiding and then goes to hide underneath the trampoline. And every time she would jump down, he would like shove the knife. Woo. It was perfect. It was perfect. It was pretty amazing. That was such a great kill. It like was. That, that was, that was for sure one of my favorites. So after that happens, um, all of the cops come to the school. Evan and Gabby are abducted. Uh, Jessica barely gets away. The cops are right outside the door. Yulia gets pulled away. She ends up getting killed. Her dad ends up getting killed. Um, and then the police have this idea of luring him out into the open with the Thanksgiving Day Parade that the family wasn't originally going to be involved in, but decide they are. And Jessica's dad decides that he is going to close the store down for Thanksgiving. Like, he's not going to have the store open. Like, there's just too much going on. And like, we're like, fucking finally, it. it took you long enough. Um, it took, like, six people to die, but okay. So, they, they're they a part of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. They think everything's going good until all of a sudden, 
um, someone in a clown mask, like clown outfit, uh, decapitates the turkey mascot and then just starts throwing smoke bombs throughout the crowd. Literally um, looked like a killer clown from outer yeah, space for costume. Sure. Which I don't know cool. if that was supposed to be an homage or anything, but that was pretty dope. It, it was. Like, it was was pretty dead on. So then, um, as all this, like, panic ensues, uh, everybody jumps into um, a, cop car. A, a police vehicle, and that's when the clown jumps in, and he shoots everybody with uh, blow darts to basically knock them out. So it was... Um, Scuba, Jessica, Jessica's dad, Thomas, and uh, uh, Thomas's wife, Jessica's stepmom. Um, I'm trying to remember. So he takes Kathleen. <clears throat> Kathleen, Kathleen is the stepmom's name. So he's got him. Um, so where he's been live streaming, that it like looks like this dinner table set for Thanksgiving dinner, where he's got the dead bodies surrounding it he's got evan and gabby tied up and now uh thomas jessica and uh scuba all tied up um jessica's stepmom he takes kathleen <laughs> and seasons her base her and puts her in an industrial oven and then presents her on the table like a turkey i mean like full-on Legs Positioned. crossed with the little things on the feet. Yep. And, oh, the best, wait, we, we skipped the best part. When he put the fucking temperature thing in her, when he put her in the oven, and when the temperature was right, it popped like that. I was dying. There was, like, a couple in front of us that this lady, the lady was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people, up. I think a lot of people that were watching it like we're not expecting the level of gore that was in this movie and that that and me and Becky were genuinely top. laughing oh my off. god it was it was unreal that was unreal like literally presenting her as a turkey it was table. when he started carving her leg too oh I was like I kind of was like <laughs> oh I mean it 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 grossed me out, and I was intrigued, like, all at same. the same time. Because I was just like, huh. It is not... Yeah. I'm like, this is not where I thought we'd end up, but here we but are. This is... This, I was expecting this. Um, so, he takes a... He's live-streaming the whole thing, too, by the way, which is just... It's crazy. And I think, again, is speaking... I, there was definitely a social message there mm -hmm. to, like... What kind of attention are you trying to get? Because I still to this day think, and it was never, it was never really addressed in the movie. And I, I kind of think that was the whole point. But um, I think Evan uploaded the video. Like, yeah. no doubt. He for sure uploaded Do it. Do you remember Unfriended? Yeah. Yeah. He went <laughs> Do you remember what happens to the ones who end up <laughs> posting the video? Like, it's yeah. crazy. Like, he definitely did. So he. He was killed with a meat cleaver. Uh, yeah. Bludgeoned to death so in front of them all after he presented kathleen as a turkey jessica was given um this guy that uh is basically like a i get i don't i don't know if he was like a dropout or whatever but he still comes around the high school and like throws keg parties for the high school kids but his dad owns like a gun shop so he originally gives scuba a gun and then he ends up giving jessica this ring like 
and tells her like it was my dad's for luck or whatever. But that's when she discovers there's like a blade in the ring and she uses it to cut her bindings. She passes it over to Scuba to cut his bindings. And right after he bludgeoned uh, Evan with the meat cleaver. Well, he's actually just about ready to give her dad. Oh yeah. He does that. And he cuts that piece of leg thigh beat off of Kathleen to present to Thomas. And that's when they get loose and, and run out. Um, so Jessica makes it back to the parade warehouse and uh, she finds, that's where she finds the, the police sheriff on the ground and he's knocked unconscious. Uh, she walks back inside and she sees somebody wearing the John Carver mask. She's hidden. They take the mask off and she knows, she notices it's Bobby and she's like, Oh my God. Like right before, right, real quick, right before all this happened, I looked at Becky and I said, I know, I'm pretty sure I know who it is. And when I told her, she goes, she, she kind of was like, on what grounds? And I was like, these two reasons. And she was like, no, wait a minute. Which I never thought about, but they kept bringing up. Which we'll get at the big reveal, but I just wanted to say, I, for once in my entire life, picked up on clues and had it in my head the whole time of who I thought it was, and I was actually correct. And, and I was I'm, I'm never one that. that does this. I just was like, I'm in it for the ride, whoever it is, whatever. <laughs> but I do, I do know that I stopped, I stopped believing it was the boyfriend because nine times that's right. that's one thing they're getting hip to where it's like it's it's not because when they showed Bobby, I was like, really? That was almost too easy. It I know. I was like, like anytime. I think most, I genuinely would have been disappointed if it was Bob. Hundred percent would have been disappointed because I would have been like, "This is retired. This is scream. Yeah, this is retired. We don't." Nine times out of ten, the person who it points to the most is not it, and we all know this. Yeah, and that so, that just would have been too obvious. So, uh, the police get there. Um, they're thinking it's Bobby. They're they're letting her know all the survivors are safe. At this point, they're they're led to believe it's Bobby. Um, they're saying he got away, uh, but they did find his phone. Um, Jessica and the sheriff are alone. Uh, again, she's reassured that everybody's okay. That Gabby and Evan, or well, Gabby's okay, and her dad's okay. <laughs> Evan, is not. Evan is not. <laughs> uh, so. When they're alone, Jessica happens to look down at the sheriff's shoes and notice that there was bramble. And if anybody, it's bramble bushes. I I know of them only because there's a lot of them on my uh, parents-in-law's land and their dogs will run and get into them. And they just like, bramble just gets stuck in dog hair and you're like literally having to stuck pick on out everything. everything it has got him stuck on my pants everything it is man. most annoying it will get stuck on you <laughs> if you run through a bramble bush you become good, bramble good fucking luck with that <laughs> yeah exactly a thousand percent it's a pain in the ass um but that's when she notices bramble on his shoes which is literally what she just ran through to get away from the house that John Carver had everybody tied up in. And uh, 
that's when she realized, like, holy fuck, the sheriff is the killer. I was right. I felt and pretty then good he about said, that. He's like, if you just if 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 you would have let if you would have lingered one more second or something at, at like that, that fence, I would have got you. Yep. And the whole time he kept saying, he's like, remember it's in the details. And then he said, do you remember how I told you that you were literally helping me with this case? Like, she was basically inadvertently, like, leading him to every single person that he was killing. Yep. From that video. And then, ultimately, his plan was to frame Bobby. He knocked Bobby out and put the mask on him. And when he went to open the trunk to get Bobby's body out, Bobby had woken up, overpowered him, knocked him out, and then took off. Mm -hmm. And that's where Jessica found him, so he was able to make up the story and make it look like it was Bobby that actually did it. So, when she's basically like, I don't know, she asked him why, or he goes into an explanation of why he did it. So, come... she, I think she asked him why. Like, why? Yeah, like, yeah. Because, I mean, and essentially, of course, that's going to be on everybody's mind, because once we find out that it's him, you're like, whoa, what the because nope i wasn't expecting it i don't think many people were you brought up the line that he said earlier on which definitely made perfect sense now looking back there was a very old house that was a historical landmark that had been ransacked yes yeah, so it's basically like the the historic town of plymouth mm -hmm. and that would have i guess been john carver's house or whatever um, but the, her dad wanted to make a commercial in the house, and he came in and saw it was ransacked. So the cop went in and said, "Oh no, I have to call this in." He like, guys, he got on the scene, phone, but nothing happened, and never. And then later, and it was brought up two or three times in the movie. The kids are like, the cops can't, the cops aren't, aren't doing, doing anything. anything. Which is why it led Scuba to go to that guy and get a gun. And I was like, like you know what, the cops aren't doing anything and i'm like for him to be like they're constantly one to two steps behind every time somebody's getting killed and they keep getting all this information and you're like what is and i was on? like for him to be as kind and nice as he has been to them and for nothing to be getting done i was like it's the sheriff because i'm like no one would suspect the sheriff because he's the nicest guy in the yeah. whole fucking movie the sheriff <laughs> So he goes on to explain that um, that that night previous uh, when the riot happened at Bright Mark, the wife, the who he was friends, he was friends with the manager, um, and uh, Mitch, um, Mitch's wife Amanda though, which is Gina Gershon, Gina Gershon's character, they were having an affair. And she was planning on, and she was pregnant. They don't say that, but he shows a picture of an ultrasound, and it's like, okay, I think we got the got the picture here. Um, Get it? Got the got picture. the picture from the picture. <laughs> um, so basically, that was the whole thing: is that he blamed them for this riot starting that ultimately killed the woman that he loved and his unborn child, like the woman he was ultimately going to be with, and. Uh, it just he just lost it, and and clearly because he resorted to cannibalism. So I don't <laughs> and definitely, but I mean, definitely had the perfect cover up mm -hmm. being a cop too. So he was able to kind yep. of infiltrate and do things that maybe a normal person wouldn't that he knew he'd be able to get away with as a cop. 
And it made a lot of sense, too, how he got all the smoke bombs. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that, because they were like, this guy has to be ex-military. Well, he was a cop, so he had access to all that stuff. Of course, yeah. Just being able to hide his tracks, staying one step ahead, made perfect sense. So, the whole time that he's saying this, uh, what's revealed is that Jessica had snuck... All the, there like, were evidence bags on the table in front of her when her and the sheriff were in the room together, and one of them was Bobby's phone. Um, and after the sheriff is saying the whole reason why he did this, she reveals that she had took Bobby's phone, and she's been recording him. She live-streamed it. The whole time that he's saying this. So I guess at that point... Uh, he's, he's like, son of a bitch. Like, God damn. Um... <laughs> So at that point, he's getting ready to attack her. Uh, she ends up being saved by Bobby. Bobby shows up just in the nick of time, grabs her, and uh, they manage to get to his uncle's, his family's tow truck. Um, and Newland put a support, he hooked a support beam onto the back of the hook. So that's like what they were pulling on that was keeping them from actually being able to get out in the truck. Well, before they got to the truck, Jessica had turned on the gas to turn on one of the big giant parade, this big turkey parade float that was supposed to be in the original parade. She had turned the gas on. So in the background of all of this happening of the tow truck and the sheriff trying to block it, this fucking parade balloon is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and blowing up with this all of this natural gas. So she finds the musket that, and she's, she's telling this story because it's brought up, it's brought up a couple times, but it's brought up when, um, scuba get, he goes to that guy and gets a gun to protect them. Cause again, they're saying the cops aren't doing anything. And she brings up that she's terrified of guns because in that Plymouth parade that they're a part of every year, one year, her dad made her shoot off this musket. It's, it's scared her dad, she scared her. She just didn't want anything to do with guns after that. Well, here's the musket. She's packing it with gunpowder, doing the whole thing, and shoots the uh, the turkey. And, of course, it explodes because it's natural gas with the, you know, flammable and whatnot. But it's funny because, and this was from, this was from the original tagline in the 2007 <laughs> trailer. He says, that, like, unlike last year, whatever, there, there'll be no leftovers. Like, that's the line that the sheriff says slash John Carver's character and then she says it back to him right before she shoots the balloon and there's this huge fire. And we hear him scream, so you assume it's like, you know, he's gone, he's burned up in the fire. Um, after it's all done, it's the following morning. Bobby's taken away in an ambulance. Jessica's reunited with Ryan, Gabby, and Scuba. Find out they're okay. Um, firemen start coming out of the out of the uh warehouse and they're saying there were no signs of newland's body newland was the sheriff patrick dempsey's character like we can't find his body anywhere leading them to believe he was incinerated but i'll tell you what when she was making eye contact because they all had their their masks on like the oxygen masks mm -hmm. on do you remember her making contact, like eye contact with one of the firefighters mm -hmm. and had this like really strange look on her face and he walked away I had super My Bloody Valentine 3D mm -hmm. flashbacks to when Jensen too. Eccles' character 
like you think he's dead, but he managed to put one of the miners' masks on, mm -hmm. and he escapes, and you like, holy fuck, he's still alive. Like, mm -hmm. I totally got those vibes at the end. I was like, no, he's still, he's still alive. He's definitely still alive. Um, and then basically after that, Jessica, I was really hoping Jessica and Bobby would end up together, but whatever. Her and Je her and Ryan, maybe are, they will on the sequel, are still together, right? Her and Ryan are together, they're laying in bed together, and she keeps having this reoccurring nightmare of the sheriff's body on fire and him grabbing her and attacking her. Um, yeah, and that's how the movie ends, which I, you know, personally... Very much left it open-ended, and I like that. If they were planning on doing a sequel or not, I don't know where the sequel would go, but... Also, uh, Patrick Dempsey as a villain is great. I, I... Definitely liked that. It that it worked, worked well. It's like it really did. When Ethan Hawke was a villain. It's like the it black just phone. Worked. Speaking of another one, that sequel is coming out in tw that sequel slated to come out in twenty twenty five. I'm anybody who hasn't seen the black phone yet, you need to get on that. That movie was very well done. And again, it was one of those things when you see somebody that you're not used to. You they've they've sort of played a typical character over the years, and then all of a sudden, like they're they've entered their villain era, like. I'm I'm here for it. Ethan Hawke played an incredible villain, totally believable, had me 1000% creeped out. And uh Patrick Dempsey as a villain. I mean, it was a real spin when somebody's like the nice guy the whole movie and then they wind up being the villain at the end. It's brilliant and also shocks the shit out of you. Did you ever time. watch every the Scream series? No, I didn't. And I think I almost of, just I think out of all this series, you know we were literally just off this before we started recording we were literally talking about shows like mm -hmm. there were shows that casper was mentioning where i was that i've never and i was like do i do i even want to try to watch that and she's like yeah. which one did i say not to oh yeah probably, probably liars no um but out of all of them i think hands down the scream series is going to be the one that i am actually going to watch i actually almost just revealed who one of the killers were so i'm glad i asked you that question Thank before you. i said that yeah no, I never watched. Because I was gonna be like, yeah, like, well, I didn't find out until years, <laughs> I didn't find out until years later that before he passed away, Wes Craven gave his blessing, and I think that that's what made. The oh yeah, his name is all over yeah. those credits too. I think that's what made the biggest difference for me to now wanting to watch it because, um, yeah, you guys know how we feel about remakes. Um, we've talked about it. You I, and and again, I have a love hate relationship with him. Because if they're done right... It is one of the best horror series I've if, ever seen. If, re if remakes, so If remakes slash reboots are done right, they are brilliant. But nine times out of ten, they are all done wrong. And typically they're done wrong because they're made for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. They're made to continue on the franchise because the production companies want more money. And, if, and that will show to fans... If if this reboot remake is being made simply to pull in more money, fans will know because the movie will be a piece of shit. It will not appeal to fans because it wasn't made for fans. Now, season three was a hard no, but seasons one and two. Yeah, and I, I actually heard that not just from you. I've I've heard that just from other people that have watched it. Yeah, I don't like, know what don't season care. three was. I guessed the two killers correctly. The first episode. I mean, listen, that's sort of like... In season three. I was like, that was easy. Anyways, moving on. It happens. There are some <laughs> seasons or some trilogy, like, you know, just... But seasons like, one and them. season one and season two are together because it's the same cast. So, um, 
one killer is revealed in season one and then another killer is revealed in season two for the That's same cool. cast. And I really like how they did that instead of always, you know, Scream reveals them at the same time. Right. They only revealed one for season one and then they revealed the second one for season two. And I really like how they did that. But anyways. Also, speaking of remakes, and I did post something about this. Uh, apparently, and this isn't the first time I've heard this, but that... Jordan Peele apparently is going to be doing a remake of Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs. And I did see that, I yes. That I need that to happen. Jordan Peele is the only person I would trust mm -hmm. to be able to make a solid remake of that movie. That movie is so... I'm so fortunate to have a, heart, a physical copy of that film because, in my opinion, that is one of... Besides The Serpent and the Rainbow, that is one of Wes Craven's most grossly underrated you know but again it's like i posted god forbid the freddy guy talk about racism and gentrification in a horror film because that's what that that's that's what that movie's about oh i know like that movie's that it's movie amazing was brilliant it's one of Wes craven's truly underrated truly <clears throat> Uh, I hit my ankle. It's oh fine. no! <laughs> <laughs> Breathe through the pain. Oh my god, that was like cartoon break. Um, <laughs> that was perfect. I'm 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 not happy that you hit your ankle, but uh, James Wan is redoing Arachnophobia, and I'm pretty. Oh about it. please! I mean, I don't, I don't want that. to... I still to this day have not seen that movie all the way. You through. haven't? I can't because there's parts I just. Spiders. I love spiders. And I'm, here's the thing. I'm not afraid of spiders. But, but if there's too many. I mean, I feel that. Like in that. I do get a little heebie-jeebie feeling a when I see them, a lot of them. If there's a couple of them, I'm fine. If the whole house is crawling with them, absolutely fucking not burn it to the ground. The walls are moving. Burn it to the burn ground. Burn it to the ground. And also, I'm going to need them to not be the size of me, like a whole 140 pounds, like them fucking ones crawling around in Australia. I'm going to need you to yeah. not do Huntsman that. Huntsman spiders, no. Please, no. If you're as big as me, I need you to stop. Like, if you just pick me up and carry me away and you're, you're a fucking spider, like, I'm, I'm for real going to need you to stop. Um, Arachnophobia is great. Mm -hmm. It is a really good... John Goodman's character is yes. in in that film um but there are some i think that when it crawls out of the dead oh, the mouth oh no no <laughs> no so that is a no and then the basement scene i can't mm. yeah yeah so like i've seen the movie all the way through but there are strategic parts that i purposefully skip over and i forever will because i am just not i get that going to do that to myself like when when your skin is crawling all over because you just can't handle it and you start slapping at stuff because you're like, that was a spider and it wasn't. And you're like, no. Like literally a piece of clothing brushes your arm and you're like, spider. And I have super long hair too. Do you know how many times a hair has... My hair used to one be of my own. One of my own hairs. It's my hair. And I... I'm Looney Tunes... 
flip, jump in three feet in the air, take Hilarious. off. And I'm like, bitch, that was that was you. It was your hair. That was your that was yours. You're like, it's <laughs> fine. What are you doing? It's not a goddamn spider. No, but um, this this but that's the film, and I think this movie got big good ratings. It got almost a seven out of ten on IMDb. 84% on Rotten Tomatoes and 79% on Fandango. Oh, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. And I, I very easily, I easily can give it a 9, 9 out, out of 10. 10. Easily. Everything. Dare I say even a 9.5 out of 10 because the kills were just on point. And, and I told humor. I told my point. fiance last night, I was like, I genuinely don't think I have a complaint. No. I don't think there and is. And I a have a love hate with Eli Roth. We Same. have a we have a true Same with Blumhouse. Love hate. Love hate. Like when I love Same him, hit. I love him. But and when, when it's I a miss, don't, I'm like, sir, can we talk? You good? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you going through something at the time? Because we all go through shit. So I get it. I got it. We all I probably wouldn't have made a movie then, though. I would have like I'd have waited till I got through the shit and then come back. And make a movie that's better than whatever that was. So uh, I went through years of a love-hate with Hostel. Now it's like one of my favorites. But because it, it's the ending. The mm-hmm. ending it is, is the so ending. like, ah! Oh! The ending is so sad. It's such a satisfying ending. Like there's some endings to movies where you're like, oh, The ending of The Invisible Man is the same as the ending of Hostel. I need to watch that. It is because you told so me worth it. I was so worried. I'm, I'm, I'm still worried that movie's gonna trigger the fuck. It out of probably me. But you will. Keep, but you keep saying, and everybody keeps saying to this to me, like it, it will. But the ending, like watch it, it, watch it in parts if you need to. Watch okay, few, yeah, I might watch it like 15 minutes and then be like, okay, that's it for today, and then let it go, and then because I've had a couple films where I've had, you know, since since I've you know gone through my traumatic experience that I've. That I have had to like, oh, okay, gotta take a minute. Yep. Gotta just gonna me with gonna midnight pause. mass. And yeah, because why do that to yourself? You know, after, you don't need to do that to after yourself. After the Kool-Aid episode, your... which sorry, I know you haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I'm gonna, gonna watch Kool-Aid it. I'm, episode, I'm going to watch it. I had to really genuinely to take it. a couple days yeah. break because it fucked with me so bad. I was just sobbing. Well, but it's, it's triggering. It's very triggering. You know, if you if you have I mean, I didn't drink any Kool-Aid, but... But we both have had traumas in our lives that... uh, The the similarities of them is Mm -hmm. that if you watch any... If if we're watching a film that touches on that in any way, shape, or form, it's like, woo, that got a little too real. That hit a little too hard. So I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm just going to... I'm probably not going to watch it all the way through. I think I'm just going to have to watch it in parts where I'm going to have to go, okay, watch this, see how you handle it, see how you do. What I would do is sit down to see if you can watch the whole thing. And if you can't, just right. stop it okay. and then pick yeah. it up at a different time. Because yeah. I am telling you the ending is so fucking worth it. See, that's, yeah. And I think that's what's, mm-hmm. I think that's what's drawing me in because I love a satisfying ending. I love when you are so engrossed in a movie and the ending is just like, oh. Let me just say this too, as someone who hasn't been through that type of relationship, all of the women that I know who have, who have seen that movie, it has given them, it has actually helped heal them. It's what they needed. Yeah. It is actually. And I've had those movies over time that I've, uh, Midsummer was the big one. Midsummer's, yeah, Midsummer was a great I had the tattoo. We had to get the tattoo. Yeah, we did. We had to. 
That that was that one was the first because that one was the first one that I saw. That was like, ah! and then the next one was Harley Quinn. That Birds one was of Birds of Prey was my other healing was such one. A great movie. That was that was a big heal. That one was a big heal. Um, yeah, and then Invisible Man. Yeah, because that that's what everybody says is like, girl, that ending. It's like the ending of be... Girl on a Train. Like the ending. I of need that to movie watch really that too. Emily Blunt. I did. Uh, the one I have the crush on, and he's gay, and I'm yeah, him. I'm, I'm very unhappy. But there's nothing I can do he about is it. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him. What is his name? I'm happy for him, but I'm unhappy. Like <laughs> me with all of the straight. Because in my face. fantasy brain, where I guess we just ended up together. Uh, like, um, what is his name? And he's gorgeous. And I'm like, is it Luke something? It is Luke something. Damn it. Look at the damn movie. Since I did watch this, why am I forgetting how this? Oh, the corkscrew. Mm, yes, it's lovely. Cause I was like, I didn't. No, I did watch that. How? I need to watch it again. Mm -hmm. That was a good. That was a. Satisfying that's what you just ending. did. That's that's. I need to watch it again. That was a very satisfying. Yeah, because I I legit forgot. I forgot I watched the whole goddamn movie. I, I forget. Like, I didn't watch it. I'm like, no, it just every yes, time you did. You watched the whole thing. Every time I watch that movie, I forget Laura Prepon is in it. It's kind of like when I go in and watch Krampus, and I'm like, why is Tony Collette here? I watch it every year. Why is Adam Scott in this? <laughs> I watch it every year, but I do it every year, and I do that every. Every time. time. It's because they don't look like a couple. Their age no. gap looks big. It doesn't. I still. Well, I, he's still Parks and Rec. I think right. That's what he's. It is. I, I'm. I stand in the place where you like all the time. Like I. <laughs> like I need to separate that it's not. But that's no again. girl on the train. If you guys haven't Luke seen Evans. girl on the train, Luke um, Evans, gorgeous. Basically, long story short, this girl is completely conditioned to think that she is the abuser. And she gets clarity. She's an extreme alcoholic because of all of her trauma. Comes to find out she wasn't the abuser. Her husband was the abuser. And she helps kill him in the end. And it oh, is... Oh, he gaslit. Ugh, so good. Oh, my God. I need to watch this again. Yeah, he was a piece of shit. I need to watch it again. And that was upsetting because I love Justin Thoreau. <laughs> Yeah, he's a good actor. Like, yeah, yeah, like there's some, there's some, there's a, there's an early Kate Blanchett movie that's amazing, but like it, the, the, to this day, it is, it is a, always an incredibly hard watch, and the number one reason is because Keanu Reeves plays a plays a abusive husband, and I can't handle it. No, I can't. It, Keanu it, Reeves is it precious. hurts me. Like <laughs> it hurts me in a place that I didn't think existed. Like Keanu Reeves is. I'm like this mm. is just. I'm like this is just a role. It's just a this is just a <laughs> like this is like I it's it's such a great fucking movie. Kate Blanchett is a clairvoyant. And what is the name uh, of that? Ah, god damn it! And it came out like a thousand years ago, and it's so because that sounds so familiar. good. And again, it's one of those very underrated. Um, and I saw it like right around the time it first came out, and I've just I've I've loved it. I've loved it ever since and it's so fucking good. But again, it is it is that is literally the hardest part of watching it is that um 
Keanu Reeves is a villain and he just he he plays the villain no. so well and no. that you're just like I'm <sighs> Keanu Reeves no <laughs> like he it just I you know what I think it's because the the me too thing just it like just for so many of us it like just tainted so much like we had so many actors where we're just like well fuck all you know <laughs> like well there you go like which well which ones can i can fucking watch and not goddamn and they didn't fucking do something to somebody and it's like in all seriousness keanu reeves is like one of the last ones he's like one of the last ones that is not that is just amazing and wonderful and we love him and he can do no wrong and just please know yeah he's and i think that's the only film that he's only ever played a villain in and i just yeah you just sir you cannot play a villain in anything else ever because i can't handle it i just i can't because you you did it too well which to your credit you are an incredible actor um but it it hurt me it hurt me deeply um, oh, The Gift. That movie came out 23 years yep, ago. Yep, The Gift. Oh, wow. God, that brought back memories. It's so good. It Katie is. Holmes is a baby in it. A literal child. Baby Katie Holmes. Baby Katie. Crazy. Um, it's so good. Very underrated. But again, Keanu Reeves is a villain. I It, bro it, was, it broke my heart. It, it hurt me deeply. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. But worth watching. Um, and... Thanksgiving should be streaming soon, guys. Mm -hmm. It's not really... There's not too many screenings left in theaters. Uh, Plus, it came out on the so, 17th, so it's been November, a few weeks. So it, it should yeah, be, streaming, it should be soon. streaming soon. Um, just in time for Christmas. Um, but you will definitely... If you are a fan of old school slashers... This movie will now be a part of your holiday watch from now on. It's going to be a part of mine. It's nice to finally have a actual horror movie for Thanksgiving. It's going to be one of those. You know what it's going to be? It's in, it's going to be in that rotation of like Nightmare Before Christmas, Thanksgiving, Krampus, Black Christmas, like I, Black Christmas, two thousand four, Silent Night, Deadly <laughs> Night, one and two. I still um, really want to watch It's a Wonderful Knife. I've heard it's very yes. good. Yes. I've heard it's very good, I but two. I haven't. It's on Shutter, so I'll have to check that one out. I have two. Yeah. I still need to see Creatures Are Stirring, because I've heard good things about that one, too, but I never did watch it. I don't think I watched I think it. that was on Shutter for last year, maybe. But I do want to watch that. Rare Exports too. is worth watching. God, too. that's a good that fucking is movie. So fuck that's a two B that was a two B one that I mm -hmm. caught. I think it's still on two B. Rare Exports is definitely, that was definitely you want good. a fucked up ass like Santa Claus origin. It is all subtitled. Just if anybody has a problem with that, I just want to forewarn because some people are there it's subtitles are, are hard for them. But um, if you if you can, it's it's, it's worth well it. worth it. I I thoroughly enjoy. Uh, my husband also, my husband loved it. Do you loved remember it. That's the one movie P two? I feel like that's so yeah. underrated. And it's Christmas. That is Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. I and think. it's Wes Bentley. And when he yeah. can play a he can play a creepy villain. Yeah, he can. That was a was really good creepy. movie. I really think that's such an underrated and I, film. You know what? And I think he's one of those, like, if you met him in person, he'd be the absolute nicest, sweet, sweetest pie, oh, salt yeah. of the earth. But, like, sir, you have played 
I'm a creep. Like, and that that movie, he's ew. oh yeah, Mm-mm. gross, ew, ew. Yeah, he's ew. Any creepy weirdo stalker, duh, duh. We don't like them. No, we don't. We, we don't, don't like them because they exist in real life. Yeah, and that's just they do. Awful, ew. Just stop being weird. Anyway. <laughs> um, like, can we just stop? Can we just all collectively just take a vote and just like, yeah, just don't do that. You are the weakest link of yeah. <laughs> Um. So yeah, so that's, yeah I think that's everything enjoyed. for that episode. We love this movie. We Go hope see you guys it. get a chance to see it. You'll love it. It will be a part of your holiday routine from now on. One of the best for sure of 2023. Hands down. I was very happy with mm-hmm. this. Very very happy. Absolutely loved it. Thank you, Eli Roth. Yes. Now, sure. next week we won't be coming back with a new episode because I got a Christmas thing going on. Um, but the following week, I'm so actually... This, so next week is going to be like our official Christmas off yes. week for the holiday. Um, But the week after, what date is that? That will be the 20th. So we'll be I'm exactly five days before Christmas. really excited about this episode on the 20th. We are doing the real story behind Black Christmas. I've never thought... I don't even think on our episodes where we talked about the films because uh, I don't even think we talked about it. That there no, was, I don't think we did either. There was a I think we may life, have mentioned it. Yeah. But I don't think we went into Because it's detail. been brought up in articles mm-hmm. uh, by the original writer um I, of, of the original so we're, we're talking about the original what was that 1974 74 really i think it hold on let me wow, how that. that was before halloween um because it was before it was if 74 it was also it was technically the first slasher mm-hmm. movie because it was right before uh texas chainsaw as well so that um it's going to be the origin of that of uh of the original 1974 Black Christmas. Uh I think I'm pretty sure Bob Clark if if not him um the producer people that were involved with the film it's you know what and it's still to this day just cracks me up that Bob Clark is responsible for two of the great, just two Christmas films that live in infamy to this day for two entirely different reasons. This man was behind Black Christmas and A Christmas Story. And I think that's so funny. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I, I'm like, sir, those, those couldn't be, those movies are so, so on the opposite side of the spectrum. But as do you know what? Christmas Films. That reminds me of when someone asks me, give me two artists that tell me your taste in music. And I always say Taylor Swift and Ozzy Osbourne. Mm-hmm. That right there <laughs> is Taylor Swift and Ozzy Osbourne. Like, completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Two completely different things. And honestly, I can't stand the movie A Christmas Story, but I... I'm not... You fine. know what? And we... Uh, how much slack? Because we live in Ohio... Right, I didn't grow up with it though. It's not nostalgic <laughs> for me. So that's, I don't, and see. That's what it is. It we is. All have we all have our nostalgic Christmas films, mm-hmm. and like like mine will forever be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I mean, I, I quote me and my husband and my dad around this time of year quote that movie. I actually just saw a TikTok today where a lady was holding up her cat 
to the TV. And I was like, I'm showing my cat what happens when he chews on the Christmas lights. Because there's the scene when the cat dies because he electrocutes himself. Because he chews the... Because he, oh. he catches the Christmas tree on fire yep. because he chewed the... And then, and then Clark's like, what's that smell? And, he, and Cousin Eddie's like, fried pussy cat. <laughs> That I but I grew up with it. So mm-hmm. like any movies that you there's certain especially Christmas movies they're just ingrained yep. in your memory from childhood. And, Christmas and it's Story funny to me because not one of them, one of my favorite Christmas movies is A House Without a Christmas Tree, and nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about when I say that. And it's okay. It was made in 1970 something, and it was set in the 40s, and it's about this house that doesn't have a Christmas tree. And the dad is blaming the daughter for his wife's death because she died in childbirth because she had pneumonia. And he takes it out on his daughter and it's really sad. But then he comes around and then he gets a Christmas tree. I'm like, that sounds terrible. (laughs) If you watched it now, you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) But it is. It's nostalgic. And... White, White Christmas, I love. I do not like that movie at all. See, I, I love it. <clears throat> I love White Christmas. And what's crazy is I... It's a musical, and I say I don't like musicals, but I must like old musicals. I don't like modern-day musicals. I can't understand why, though. I because feel like I, modern they're, musicals they're are overdone. Oh, boy. Yeah. I think that's what it is. That's Because yeah. I don't like the movie The Sound of Music, but... I really like how the movie is done as a musical because it. Really if you watch it with a, a gay, if you watch it with a gay man drunk, it's uh. There is no better way to watch that. That's, it's like watching Trolls Too High. Like, there's no better way to watch it. <laughs> there really isn't. There's just some movies you have to watch intoxicated on the right substance. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not lying. If you, you, there cannot, are certain movies you have to. You cannot watch Trolls Too sober. You can't. It is impossible to I get probably, through. I didn't watch the first one sober, so I don't even know how to... I don't think you can. But I also, I've never I also tried. had a niece at the time that just made me want to pull my hair out well, from the soundtrack of that movie. Like, <laughs> the sound... I mean, I hate Justin Timberlake for no, a no, lot no, of no, reasons. No, 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 I meant... But... No. <laughs> Not Are you talking about those Trolls movies? Oh, Okay. It's a horror movie about vegetables. I know that one. It's a horror oh, movie Oh, that troll. Oh, God, I know that movie. Oh, my God. Okay, I thought we were talking. I'm sorry. I was like, Justin Timberlake. Wait. I mean, we still hate him. But anyway, not those. Okay, the not, old, not, not, not those. Trolls, trolls. Not I was talking trolls. about the vegetables. That one. You're a vegetable. The, those. And they hate Anyways, Troll 2 is one of, okay, you have to be high. You have to. Listen, and that is a movie that I thought, okay, so my brother and I watched that when we were kids and we were like, this movie's fake. That was a movie that I thought was a fever dream. From my childhood. Understandable why. That I thought that legit. I can't understand why you think that actually was Years later when I was like, oh my God, this was a real movie. And I watched it again. And I was like, the scene in the RV with the chick in the, in the pop. 
watched. I was so high when I watched that movie. I don't think I could have gotten through it if I. You have it. to. I. It was awful. You have to. If you try to watch that sober and take it seriously, you will go. What? It, you you will just constantly be saying what the fuck what in the fuck is this but if you're stoned like edible I would suggest edible stoned um you will laugh till you pee yourself it's uh I don't understand and apparently the guy that played the dad wasn't even an actor he was like the local dentist that's hilarious they just the story somebody made a documentary of the making of this fucking movie that I need to desperately find. Because apparently they just put, they just, they threw, the, the director was like Italian, didn't speak a lick of English. They just threw townspeople that had no acting experience in this movie. The guy that played the dad was the, literally the local dentist. He had never acted a day in his life. That's, it showed. I Listen, <laughs> that movie is so much fun though. Legit though, my brother and I watched it when we were little kids. And we were like, this is not a real movie. This is a fake. This this is fake. This isn't real. And then years later, I'm in like my tw- maybe late, early 30s. And I'm like, that movie was real? And people were like, yeah, what are you talking? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I like, I saw that like right when it came out as a child. And I thought that was like, I thought somebody made a fake movie. I don't, I, I was like, there is no like way. Like I said, there is no way so. something this bad exist in cinema history but it does and pop an edible and watch it and thank me later so that's all i'm gonna say thank thank us later yeah um also the new trolls too watch that high too watch those watch both of them watch both of them high your true back to back colors just in timberlake anyway focus oh my god fuck jesus For any of us that read Britney's book, like, that's just, oh my god. Anyway, um... So, um, really quick, guys, I wanted to let you guys know, I really hate about what I'm about to tell you guys, but it had to happen. With our merch, we unfortunately are not really able to do a promo right now. there's some shit going on right Um, now. Because of inflation, you know, I take back everything I've said this year about merch that people have been selling because I'm like, there's no fucking reason on the planet earth why your t-shirt should be 40 to $50. And that's the reason why I'm seeing why now, because these companies are force quote unquote, forcing you to make them that high to gain a profit at all. Yep. Um, we are not able to do a promotion because we're not going to raise our prices that high. We would basically to have to raise our prices to run a sale to sell it for you for what we're selling it now. Exactly. We're not going to pull what Black Friday shit Black Friday pulled. We aren't we're just not doing a promotion and doing the the least amount of money that we can for you guys. And still get a couple bucks, you know, two to, basically 2 to $5 from anything that we sell. Um, Which is still generating a profit for us. Right. I mean, listen, we're, we, we have day jobs. We're, you know, we're just like everybody else in the world, but we're not, we're not hurting. So this isn't like our, our main source of income or anything, but we do appreciate anything that we get. Mainly just seeing people repping our merch, which is just kind of surreal that, you love our little podcast so much that you would actually wear our merch. So it's not even so much the money behind it. It's just the the message of of people supporting us and, and repping us. 
Um, but and all of the revenue gonna, goes back into the podcast. All of it too, does. So. so basically, we're just we're gonna sell our stuff as cheap as possible to make sure that it's affordable for you guys to support us. We're not going to do what all these other big corporations do and fucking try to pull the wool over your eyes. Yeah, and, no, we don't. Uh, we don't and, do and that. And raise our prices and then say we're running a sale, but we're really just selling it to you for what we could sell it for, like. Exactly. These people can make, they can make the prices lower. There's no reason. This is, it's all consumerism. You know, it's all to generate this. Yeah. It's, it's all a bunch of bullshit. And we're not, we're just not going to do that because at the end of the day, again, it's not about the money. It's about the continued support that we keep getting from you guys, which is just insane. Um, And I mean, we're getting support from filmmakers. We're getting support. We got, we're going to have some really great interviews lined up for 2024 that we're really excited about. Um, hopefully we get to be involved uh, press wise with the Whorehound Film Festival next year again. Um, we're, we've, we've fingers crossed are, are going to have another big paranormal haunt um, up and coming. We're for- really hoping we can do that next year. <sighs> we're just, we've got a lot of stuff planned for next year that we're just really hoping to, to get in the works and, and have planned and like, None of that could happen if it isn't from the continued support for you guys. So any little bit, any merch you buy from us, we're going to keep the prices as low as possible. And it's it's not about the profit. It's about the support that you guys give us. So anything that you buy just to show that you really like what we're doing means everything. So, but yeah, that's, Casper brought up a good point. And that is, I see that a lot. Like I have a lot of like podcasters and like, influencers that I really like that like have a merch line or just came out with the merch line and I see how much their stuff is. I'm like, I can't, I cannot pay in good. I can't pay $55 for a hoodie and 35 to $40 for a t-shirt. Like I just, I can't do it. I, I can't in good conscience. But then again, a lot of these people, that's kind of like part of their soul basis of income so I can see why they do so that they can generate a profit. But um Yeah, I take back everything I've said this year about that. I did not realize the extent of how how bad inflation being a small business owner is great. <laughs> on these, yeah. It's um, it's wild. But I just I didn't feel right in good conscience to um mark them up higher to make a sale. Cause I'm like, I want to sell them to you as cheap as possible and be honest and be honest about it yeah and it be just because we don't have a sale i am telling you the prices are literally the lowest i can get them yeah to get any kind of like a literal dollar to get a custom t-shirt so under 25 bucks is is and i'm sorry that we got great designs I'm sorry so. that the one shirt has the the host one had to go up to thirty. Like you will see price differences, and I hate that. But when I tell you, I genuinely spent thirty minutes trying to figure out the lowest price I could get to generate any kind of profit. I mean that when I tell you that, and I'm sorry that we can't do a promotion. But but they're still gonna be they're still gonna be t-shirts lower than what you've seen. As far as customized. It's it's lower than thirty. I mean it's twenty nine ninety nine, but it's technically lower than thirty. <laughs> but our Wednesday shirt is still twenty four ninety nine. I mean, yeah, we're still yeah. we're you know 
are mu- I, God, I've seen some people with mugs that are like 30 bucks and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't I do can't, that for a mug. I can't spend no, that absolutely on a not. Coffee mug. I, I love you, but I just, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Um, but yeah, guys, so again, like Casper and I mentioned, uh, next week is officially going to be the podcast Christmas break. We will not be doing an episode next week, but on the 20th, the following week, five days before Christmas, we will be talking about the real story and inspiration because, but behind the 1974 film Black Christmas. So watch that in preparation, watch Thanksgiving, um, watch Krampus. This is the time to start getting all our horror Christmas films uh, underway. It's but, just uh, that's it. That's all we got. We hope you guys enjoyed tonight. All right, guys. Well, of course, you know, we have the all of the socials at um, Facebook, X, slash Twitter, and Instagram, all at DFDT Podcast, um, 8890, or what? 8811 DFWTO8811 is the um all the handle. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um if you want to if you have any concerns, questions, want to say hey, please email us at dfwto8493 at gmail.com. And lastly, follow and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. You'll always know when we put a new episode out and um you'll always get notifications and rate us. Um I went through a lot of our ratings and stuff towards the end of this year and you guys are pretty much giving us five stars across the board which is Yay. very nice very very much appreciate that because that helps uh more people find us and um it's very awesome so thank you so generate much. that good old algorithm we love the algorithm all right guys well we hope you guys have a wonderful next couple of your weeks we will be back on the 20th and we love you and of course thank you for all of your support and remember don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the original, original. Hey, bye. Bye.